Hey guys, I want to tell you about Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. And how do I know? Because Todd Orndorff on a podcast now switched to Anchor. And it's absolutely free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Can you imagine not having to lug all of your equipment every place you go to do an interview or record? You can do it all right from your phone. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to be heard, they send you there. You do the fun stuff, they do the hard stuff. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Serious question. How old is Donnie? That is something that Tiddy and I have discussed. We don't know for sure. All right. Well, we know that we know that he's in his late twenties to early thirties. Somewhere in there. Awesome. Awesome. So it's a race. Yeah. He is a he is around my age then probably. I promise to the heavens above, I am going to live long enough to piss on that man's grave. <laughs> What's up, my homies? Hey, Samo. What's up, buddy? <laughs> I love it. I'm a, all, right, all, right, all right. So listen, having you on was my idea. I got a hold of Johnny after I asked you, by the way, because, okay. he, has, because he has no say. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a little nervous for what's going to happen today. Well, I, I, like as soon as Simo found out, I started getting like Marcos about how stoked he was I was coming on the show. So, I mean, it's got all the makings to be a good one. So, I was I'm kind of excited to see how this unfolds. He was super excited oh, yeah. the moment I told him. So, at that moment, I oh, knew yeah. something was going to happen. Oh yeah, I was stoked. Like I said, I mean, hell, Shiner and I've been friends for damn near nine years, and I talk to this fool every single day through Marcos or text or whatever phone calls. I talk to him and Titty practically every damn day. And so? when, when, yeah, when you, yeah, when you said that he was going to be on the show, I was freaking stoked, homie. That, that's freaking awesome, homie. I'm your, I'm your host. All right. Yeah. You, Simo. 
I'm your host. How many do I get That's from you fun. a day? Uh, not every day do I get one. But these folks over here, a.k.a. competition, because we do do the same thing. And uh, you talk to them every day? How yeah, you, doing? you know why? How you doing? Uh, hey, first, you know why? Are you, are you cutting me off? Oh. Don't cut me no, off. No, you show. know why? That's right, don't. Because, because they answer me. Anyhow, oh. Shiner, how are you, bud? What's going on? <laughs> uh, you, you have no I, idea how busy I am, Simon. Shiner, what's up? I just cracked a cold uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon, and I'm just watching this shit show in front of me here take place. It uh, can't be described any better. Gentlemen, credentials. Johnny, what you got today? You know what I got. Oh, yeah. He's got a Mike's Heart Lemonade. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shiner, what you repping? Uh, the good old Paps Blue Ribbon. ribbon, you, even ribbon. A, you, you even got a koozie. I got a koozie. Like, check this out. Like, I got another one on deck, and I got a 24-ounce koozie that I keep the one on deck inside to keep that baby oh. cold. Where'd you get that? Well, I, dude, okay, my liquor store, they always put anything PBR they get from the from the distributor, they put aside for me. So I walked in one there one day, they gave me six of these 24-ounce koozies, and then I got online and I found out that PBR actually makes a can that's 32 ounces. What? So I'm yeah, I'm trying to get my hands on a few of those. So we'll see how that and they make koozies to go with the with the 32 ounce too. So if I get if I get a couple of those, I'll have the complete set. That's freaking Holy awesome. Crap. I got myself uh, So Johnny has his Mike's Heart Lemonade aka Sunlight. <laughs> and uh Shiner always has the PBR. Gentlemen, I am out of whiskey. And uh, the liquor stores of PA are open. It's absolutely ridiculous. So I'm wrapping some bush today. I've got a bush. There you go. That's all I'm saying. Bush, bush lattes. Bush lattes. Uh, Johnny, snuff, snuff, Johnny, what kind? We're, we're doing the whole thing. So okay. I know you got Kodiak. Shining, what you got? Man, I got uh, in the mail today, I got a can of Southern Sweet Tea from Outlaw Dip Company. So I think I've heard of them. Dude, this is amazing, and it holds its flavor forever. Like, this is unbelievable. I seriously think I heard of Outlaw Dipco. Now, it's not made out of tobacco, but it does have nicotine in it, Ooh. which, yeah, I, I can't really wrap my head around that. But, I mean, I usually I usually choose Copenhagen uh, Long Cut Wintergreen, so I was kind of nervous going to go something kind of sweet, but this stuff tastes just like sweet tea, man. You get, uh, That's go, badass. So where I'm at here in Central PA, Kodiak is almost five bucks. Copenhagen is almost five bucks. I'm going Grizz. I got kids, guys. You know what I mean? I got Grizz. I got Grizzly Wintergreen. Grizzly's Gri good though. Yeah, it is. Gri they have yeah, up their freaking game. Like oh, back in the day, I, I couldn't stand Grizzly back in the day. But one of my other buddies, he chews nothing but Grizz all the time. And every once in a while, I bum a dip off of him. And man, it's it's not bad at all. You know when they See, got Ty, you, what? You held up that can. I thought it was a can of Hawkins. Oh, at first. Uh, <laughs> oh, listen. Listen, listen, he's got jokes already. He's, look, I'm a seasoned, I'm a seasoned vet in the lip filler game. Okay, buddy, you just check, <laughs> just check yourself. When when Grizzly went to the metal can, I feel like their their stuff got legit. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, because that was about the time they transitioned to a lot of things. So. Hawkins, boy, that took me back, man. I remember being a kid and, like, gathering up change to buy a can of Hawkins when I was, like, 12, you, you know? know? That's, like, stuff you could, like, chew in high school, and it would be okay because it's, like, candy. So, yeah, yeah. But 
I got a funny story for you guys if you're down for a funny story. Throw it on Always. me. Always. All right. So, I mean, and the only reason I'm saying this is because every episode there's a story about Johnny. And there really isn't much about me because I don't have many stories. But, Johnny, I'm going to spare you for a second, at least at this moment. At least at this moment. So, the first okay. time – does anybody here, before I tell mine, have a first dip story? Like, did anything happen first time you ever put a ripper in? I got. I mean, I didn't get sick or anything. I got a good story about it, but you, go ahead and tell yours. Do you have one though, Johnny? Oh yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I got one. All right. So, college baseball freshman year, okay? All right. We uh, we had a before the season started, we had a little scrimmage, and uh, so I went to college to be a pitcher and um which is my main thing but i also played third and uh the first scrimmage of the game I mean, uh, the first scrimmage that we had i was at third base and the leadoff batter he was a lefty so at third base you got to cheat off the line a little bit to cover the hole in between short and third to cover more range so i'm playing off the bag and uh my pitcher he uh he throws a heater outside and uh, this guy was late on it. So what's he do? He hits a frozen rope down the third baseline. I'm a little nervous, you know. It's my first time in college uniform on a game, whatever. So I take this. So I take my first step. I pivot. I turn. I dive. I dove a little too far. And, but well, I got to go back. I got to go back. Before we took the field, my shortstop, he uh, he pulled out a can of Skull Apple. And I never had a rip in before, you know. Oh. So, but, you know, he was a senior, so, like, what am I going to do? Not do it, you know what I mean? So, he's like, all right, boys, this one's on me. Bang, and he pops the top, holds it open, everybody grabs their pinch, and I'm, you know, I'm a freshman, you know, I got to I got I I keep up with the seniors, so I take Three fingers deep, don't you? Oh, dude, I was knuckle deep in that. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, everybody, everybody's heard of, like, you know, Five finger death punch. I had five finger death grit in that freaking bang. So I, I throw it in there, and uh, you know I'm not like, what's the big deal? You know, like I heard people getting dizzy. I wasn't feeling nothing. Yeah, this is cool. We're out taking grounders, whatever. Here comes the first batter. I'm playing off the line. First pitch, frozen rope down third. I turn, I dive, and I dove too far. I dove too far. I completely missed the ball. It happens. But what I did do is I smacked my face off third base. And what I did, because it was it was right at the bag, and I dove too far, bang, hit my face right off the bag. But what I did was I hit my lip, gentlemen, right where all those grains were. And I never, I, I ne no, no, not yet. I didn't. I never had like snuff grains, obviously, all throughout my mouth. Well, at the time, it was really freaking gross, and I didn't know what to do, and I thought I was gonna die. So, because they're hitting at a third base coach, and I get up. And I got all these grains in my mouth. It's freaking me out. And right there at his feet, I just vomited right there, right on the field, right at the third base coach's feet. <laughs> so, and I actually know my old college baseball coach. He's listened to this before, so he's probably going to be Jack because he didn't want, doesn't want to relive the story. <laughs> but it actually, but it actually happened. After, uh, it's surpri I'm surprised I still do it to this day. But ever since then, I never stopped. That was my uh, first chew story. That's awesome. <laughs> you get sick first time, Simon? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a I got a first time dip story. Uh were you ten? Of course. Huh? I know. I was probably twelve or thirteen and I worked in uh 
of course, I, I was living in West Virginia, working in a hayfield, put a big old dip of uh, skull long cut wintergreen in. And we had a, a hay bale that the chute, it would come up, and you had to reach up and pick the hay bales as they come off the chute. You threw them to the back of the wagon, and they got stacked. Well, you know, we're, we're sitting there doing that, and I got a big dip in, and me and I can't remember who was with me, but we were talking, and I wasn't paying attention. Well, I looked up to grab the next bell. Well, it was too late, and that son of a bitch hit me right in the face, <laughs> knocked the dip out of my mouth, and I swallowed it. And let me tell you what, I wow. was green. I was green for about three hours, dude. I was so sick because <laughs> I swallowed that whole damn dip. Did you actually puke? Or just oh yes oh no oh, yeah. I was ill I was ill it was like we were done making hay I was done making hay I was sick as shit half an hour after I swallowed that sucker I was done I was green <laughs> hanging off hanging off the hay wagon just puking dude my first dip story my okay so growing up my dad's a cop and you know he he chews all the time he chews skull fine cut. And my brother and I were always like, hey, give us a dip, you know? And he's like, no, you ain't dipping your kids. Get out of here. So <laughs> the summer before my brother went into kindergarten and I was going into second grade, my dad's working all kinds of crazy hours. He's home on the weekend finally. My mom's like, I've had enough of these kids. I'm going shopping. So she leaves us with my dad. He's doing yard work and we're doing this typical, hey, dad, give us a dip, you know, and just driving him crazy. Finally, he takes us over to the porch and sits us down. He's like, come here. He pulls each of our lip out, puts some skull in there, and, all right, get out of here, go play. <laughs> well, man, we're, we're running around the front yard spitting every now and then. My mom comes home from shopping, and she gets out of the car, and she's watching us, and she's like, you gave them skull? He's like, as God is my witness, I thought they'd get sick, and that'd be the end of that. Neither one of us ever got sick, and from that day forward, dude, we used to, we used to uh, ride around the little town we grew up in and pick up aluminum cans, to cash in at the Safeway to take to the convenience store to buy a skull. I like second and third grade we were doing that. <laughs> oh, God, they, that's funny. And they sold it to you? Well, yeah, back then there was no law about how old you had to be to buy tobacco, you know? So you just ride your bike in there and get, throw a bunch of nickels, on, nickels up on the counter. And be like, hey, my dad's waiting on me. Can you hurry up and get me a can of skull? And they throw it at you and never ask another question, man. <laughs> yep. That's how I got mine back in the day. They did yeah, did, they didn't when, question me. When did that law happen? Because as we established before we actually went on air, Johnny <laughs> Johnny was a senior when I was born. And Johnny, <laughs> Johnny was a freshman or sophomore. Yet well, to be determined. Yeah. How, when, did, when did that law come into effect? It was after 1990. Because I, I know, well, okay, so 90, I was 18 years old. So 93... It had to be after 93 because I never had to show ID to buy tobacco ever. I graduated I graduated in 88 and I never got carded when I would buy snuff. And I was, you know, I was seven. When I graduated, I was 17. So I was buying snuff at 17 and never got carded or anything. Simon. I was one and a half years old then. Just, I just want you to know. But go ahead. But Simo, so that means Simo graduated in like the peak of Duran Duran's music career. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Hungry like the wolf, baby. Yeah. Tell me you were trying to dress like him and stuff, Simo. No, I dressed like Don Johnson from, uh, uh, what was the show? Miami, what was it, Shiner? Miami Vice. Yes. Yeah. I can totally picture that. 
<laughs> I did. See, that's the funny thing. When when I grew up, you know, I graduated down there, Richmond, Virginia. No one knew how to classify me. I would, what? I would, I would, I would, what are you talking about? What? No, listen to me. No, seriously. No I, I, honestly, I would, I would go to school. One day I'd be dressed like Don Johnson from Miami Vice. The next day I'm coming in in a flannel shirt and a freaking two mile trucker cap and cowboy <laughs> boots. And then the next day I'm coming in, the next day I'll come in with jams, with tennis shoes, with green <laughs> shoelaces. Gentlemen, gentlemen, okay. I was born December 22nd of 86. I just want you guys to know. And uh, I'm just kind of curious. What in the heck is jams? Was it shorts? (laughs) They were short. Just picture a little bit shorter MC Hammer pants. <laughs> and, and psychedelic psychedelic colors, man. You you just didn't know what we, I was going to wear from day to day. That's <laughs> that's no shit. Oh my god! I was no, not to... only not only do I desperately want to see the PBR hot pocket picture, I'm dying, <laughs> I'm dying to see some school photos of this man. Oh, what? <laughs> Simon, I'll be honest with you, bud. We don't think we still have our hands on a PBR Hot Pocket picture anymore. I, I, I've got one more place to look, and I'm going to do it this weekend. But that, that picture may cease to ex- have existed at this point. Jo- I'm Johnny dis- has it! I'm, I'm not disappointed in that. Johnny has it! <laughs> that, was, that was by far the funniest picture that our show has ever received. Like, you know, I, I, I don't think I have it, but I know somebody that does. Just don't contact Dreamer. Because <laughs> yeah. I can guarantee you she's still got it. She's Just the one that took happens. it. happens. <laughs> still happens. Now, here's the thing. You know, at the beginning of the show, I always give like a little rap about Johnny and Sean. Today, I did one about you. But uh, I'm probably, I feel like I have to add something to yours now, Johnny, after hearing the story about your, your, uh, your dress code in high school. I got oh, I have this feeling at some point you were like the prince of polyester. That's, I just there's no there's yeah, no other yeah. way to put it. <laughs> I don't think I've yeah. ever worn polyester, dude. <laughs> I just feel like I just feel like when you were dressing like Don Johnson, you probably pulled it off to a T, except for the fact that 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 sport coat was camouflage, wasn't it? No, it was straight white with <laughs> nope. It was straight white with a pink undershirt, guaranteed, and my white loafers. <laughs> guaranteed, cut off. brother. Uh, no sleeves cut weren't cut off. off. No, I did not. No, I didn't show do all that. No, I'm serious. It was a white sport coat with a pink shirt under it, and I had on white penny loafers. Johnny, can I ask you a question? Absolutely, bud. How many, how many students were in your class? I was down there, Richmond, Virginia. We had quite a few people in our school. That's where my dad was born, actually. <coughs> You're talking like 400 people? I would say, yeah, in our in our school, absolutely, yeah. I mean, maybe not 400 in my class, but, yeah, we had a big school. I mean, we were down in Hanover County, Virginia, which is down near Richmond. So, yeah, we had a lot of people in our school. I was just wondering I, if, if you dressed that way for like a like – a, Entire class of thirty-seven and like seven chicks. That's all. That's all. And four of those were exchange students. Like, <laughs> well, how, why are we talking about school? I don't know. Holy 
is what my shit was morphed into. <laughs> I'll bump <laughs> drum kicked in. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Simon. Yes, he is there. Do you remember when I used to have a professional podcast? You used to. <laughs> I used to. Why is that becoming the new line of the show every week? I've, I've got to say it every week now. <laughs> That's your fault. <laughs> what on earth do you guys want to spew? Because I know there's one thing that I got to get into because he's here. I just I, I gotta get into. It. Oh, I can probably. I, all right, hold, right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know it's I know what's coming, but let me first say right now before we get into this. Do not defend this man, gentlemen. No, I'm not. I know this has nothing to do with that, You're gentlemen. Fired if you do. I I must say, you all have some good looking freaking hats on right now. <laughs> there's like, a whole. There's a whole. There's a wild going on. Listen to him suck up already. Listen to the hype man for tattooed in the wild, Johnny Seminette. Yeah. Johnny, th- thanks yeah. for the hat, bud. Thanks for the hat. Damn straight. Everybody here on this podcast tonight has on a tattooed in the wild hat. Guaranteed. Yeah. Mark my word. <coughs> Shout out. Go ahead. You yeah. just, you, yeah, you, you just, yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> just hit the pen. <laughs> you and I were talking before we started recording. This is actually one of the very first flat bills that Tattoos in the Wild did. Absolutely. And you were one of the first ones to get it, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love this hat. I don't want to feel left out. Oh, sh- oh. oh he's flattening it out. Look at him. Bending it flat. <laughs> this is how we did it when we graduated in 1989. <laughs> <laughs> you, guys still do, you guys still do the hat that has the handkerchief? On the bill? You still doing that one? Is that a thing? Remember that had the, the print of the white handkerchief? No. Oh, no, no, no. He's, yeah, yeah. We, no, he hasn't done any more of those. You uh, got one of them, too. Yeah. That's another flat uh, bill you have. Are uh-huh. you talking tattooed in the wild hats? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you meant like it was like that was a style at one point when you guys were in school. You know, <laughs> no, back when the Mayflower no, they, was going we, on. Yeah, we could make up all kinds of crazy shit and tell him that was a thing back then. He wouldn't know <laughs> not. Yeah, he wasn't born then. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, let me tell you something. All right. So, so real quick, before we get into this, because I, I have to get into it. I have to because I got a, a, someone who's going to who's going to represent that show. But you guys grew up in the 80s. OK. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, you guys grew up in the '80s. Where would you rank Motley Crue in '80s bands? Mm. Top three. Yeah, I go top three. It's good. I, I'd say for '80s bands, for that, for hard rock music like that, it's probably going to be, be between the Crew and Guns N' Roses for me, like at the top. That I, I agree with that 100. percent But then I I was always a damn uh oh, shoot, I had it no <laughs> uh, Def Leppard I'm feeling I'm, second, no. I'm feeling hungry like a wolf Hold on a second <laughs> No I, Def Def Leppard is probably my number one I mean I just absolutely love Def Leppard dude I mean no you you can put your head in you can put your face in your hand but come on you got a band out there that has a drummer that's in a car wreck and they take three years off so he can learn to play drums with one arm. Oh, nah, so they got you touch this. They got you on the sympathy card, bud. I mean, yeah, I don't care. I don't care. They're badass. Yeah. Hey, go ahead. You pour some sugar on me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Dreamer! 
Dreamer! <laughs> All right. <laughs> now that that's... I'm, I'm just saying that because, like, Crew is, like, my all-time, like, favorite rock band or whatever. So, just, like... Growing up, I wanted Nikki Six's hair so bad. <laughs> Who didn't? I, I, Who exactly, didn't? Exactly. I want, like, there are a few guys I looked up to growing up. Derek Jeter, Roger Clemens, um, Keith Van Horn for a little while as a New Jersey net. And then there was, like, Nikki Six. But, like, I didn't want to die twice, you know? But, like, anything yeah. other than that and the cocaine, I would have been awesome. And the heroin, really. <laughs> How do I get that hairdo and not the heroin habit? Like, yeah, I think like if you, it's like a package deal. I think <laughs> it is. I think it is. All right. <sighs> we got. We where gotta, we go? You know we gotta where we're do going. This. We gotta do this. Yeah, because you know why? Because each and every week, for some reason, somehow this guy comes up on my show. Whether it's something that Johnny spews out of his face, something that I hear on your show. You're you're on you're on here, so I gotta call you out. I, I hear stuff, and like I said the other day, man, like you can't believe this man if his tongue was notarized. I believe that wholeheartedly, 110%. You know, I am so jealous of the people who have not met that guy. I want that life. I wish I could go back in time and have that. Because for some reason, on my show, he's not even a part of my show, and he's affecting my content. Okay, let, let's back up. And I don't want to back up. I want to stay right here because, frankly, I'm sick and tired of that guy. Where did the beef start? Like, what started the beef between the two of you? I was so honored and so proud. As you know, being a podcast host yourself, Teddy and Shiner Show, another plug. As you know, when you get an invite from another podcast, we on it is such a freaking honor. You know, it's like, hey, they think enough – they think enough of you that, hey, look, you know what? You might have a voice. You might have something that might be interesting to say. So we're going to bring this guy on, and uh, we're going to have some pretty interesting, fun content or whatever, which I did. I was very happy and very proud to be on there. First time I ever met you guys, and uh, really, like, the first time I ever spoke to you all. And then all of a sudden, you know, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Todd, hey, fella, we can't hear you. Well, guess what? Can you hear me now? Guess what? Equipment has not changed. But we got some guy who works on toy model airplanes and calls himself a freaking hero who keeps people safe in the air. Well, frankly, I think that's ridiculous. I, I would never trust my life or my nutbag with that man in the air. That's absolutely ridiculous and absurd, and I'm sick and tired of it. And now you, and now you guys are bringing him on the show, and that's what bothers me. It's not my show. I shouldn't have a say, and I don't have a say. First one to say that. I don't have no say. But the fact of the matter is you guys think enough of this guy who is going to cut someone's mic just to play games with, oh, he's the newcomer around, around Tinny and China show. Cool, no freaking problem. You know what? Let's mess with it. Let's give him a little jab. Listen, you don't poke a bear who bites back, fella. <laughs> well, the problem is in, the, in this beef that you guys have, like I hear your side of the story, and I totally understand it. I would feel the same way. But then he's very convincing that it was out of his hands and he was actually saving the day by getting your mic hot again. Don't press buttons if you don't know what they mean. Now, see, that's the part I don't know about. Like Donnie, the producer, our usual setup goes in his, his little cubicle there, his, his little office, closes the door. It's and a I don't, broom closet. Okay, he sweeps well, the floors. I wasn't going to say that. In case he was listening, because I we've convinced him that's his office, but I, I I don't know. Like I don't know what kind of shenanigans go behind the go on behind the curtain. I mean, he's the almighty Oz as far as we're concerned. 
Listen, Donnie, I like the way you try, but you suck. Plain and simple. I will say, like, between you and me in the fence post, when you made this this smart-ass remark about his car, that cut him to the bone. That got him fired up. Like, you can talk about a lot of things about Donnie. His hair, he doesn't really care. His, His clothes, Camaro he crash helmet of a hairdo? <laughs> but, well, there's Daisy comes in. It looks like he just took one off. But but you talk about that car, you got a fight on your hands, son. I mean, that's where he draws the line. I will open the trunk of his car and beat him out back with his tire iron. I don't care. <laughs> this, I mean, it is boiled over to the point that I, I, I honestly think our show and this show needs to combine one night and let you and Donnie hash this out in an episode. I, you know what I did one time, Shadi? You may not know this. I got kicked off the air for a year and a half. You want to know why? That's a true story, by the way. I got, Donnie, did I get kicked off the air for a year and a half? Yes, I, you did. I had to fight for a very long time to get this very show back. You want to know why? Because I verbally slapped PETA and the Humane Society in the face. I will paintbrush that man back and forth till the end of time until he's blue and he's black and he's blue and then he turns purple. I don't have a problem slapping the lips off his face. <laughs> well, I don't. Now, see, I mean, I don't I want guess to get talk- violent, but I'm going to have to. Well, I'm not saying you're going to have to. I would definitely keep that as an ace in the hole. Because believe me, there's a lot of times me and Donnie have conversations I want to slap the taste out of his mouth. And and Titty, more times than I can count, has had to put himself in the corner and count to ten and come back out in a better mood. Like, Donnie will push you to an extreme. It's I get ticking, that. It's ticking me off that Donnie sounds like Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, say, hey, Johnny, say something, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Too busy laughing. Hold, hold on. Before you say something, let me tell you something. Donnie's saying all this stuff, okay? Like, hey, oh, my goodness. I can't believe this happened or this happened. I have no idea why. Listen, Donnie, I would agree with you, but then we would both be wrong. That's all I'm saying. Johnny, go. <laughs> yeah, where do you weigh in on this, Simo? Uh, yeah, man, Simo. You, uh, I can't. I, I'm Red not light. weighing in on that, man. I can't. I, you know, I, I I got no. I got no. Other than you being my host, uh, I've got nothing in on this. Are I mean, you saying you I got can't no dog you. in the race. I brought you to dance. I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. But damn, I mean, I can't now. say the man. I can't say that the man did that shit on purpose. I don't know that for sure. I wasn't texting him and telling him to cut your mic off to mess with you because I thought it'd be funny. It was kind of funny when it happened, but I, I, I mean, at the time, I didn't think there was any possibility Donnie was doing it on purpose. No. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Why are you yeah, shaking your fist at me, dude? You know, he's kind of, you know, and the, the, the remarks he's been saying lately, oh, about the Joe Exotic stuff, first of all, I'm tan, I'm Native American. Okay, I have dark hair, not bleached hair. I am taller. I am more muscular than that that Joe Exotic fella. Okay, now let me say this: He's coming after me like a vulture, right? Like he's getting ready to pounce and prey. Well, I I, I consider Donnie something that vultures would eat. First of all, <laughs> I I really thought I really thought like through the past few episodes we've had, you gained a little respect for him for getting in front of that microphone. And putting himself out there, man. Have I you heard like him? <laughs> Seriously. 
honestly, last episode I said I would say he sounds like a hillbilly, but I don't want to insult the hillbillies. <laughs> and now I'm getting I, that. My voice is getting growl. Like, I'm sound like I'm growling. I'm going to be... I'm not going to have a voice tomorrow because i got to talk about Donnie this week again. You know, he is proof that God has a sense of humor. I'm so sick and tired of this. I feel like the more we bring him on each episode, it's just fueling this anger and this hatred you have for him. Have you heard him? <laughs> in the la- Seriously, gentlemen, in the land of the witless, this man would be king. I'm so sick and tired of trying to hear the thing. The, hear that he tries to make sense. And he's a poli-sci major? Come on. Come on. Hooked oh, on, hooked on right. phonics was big years ago. All right? <laughs> that doesn't make you a poli-sci major. I just, I need, I, I, I understand there are some, I, as much as I don't want to freaking believe this, as much as I don't want to understand and have to try to somehow comprehend the fact that there is going to be an ounce of you, Shiner, that is going to have to defend this guy in some way, shape, or form because he's a part of your show. But I'm not really understanding the fight. You know, I, 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 I don't see what the guy brings to, honestly, your table, obviously, anything that has to do with me because me and... Johnny, that sounds like freaking Donnie, are doing fine over here. So I, I, the Michael Jordan of jargon is going to slam dunk his ass. Oh, I now see. Uh, now, as much as I enjoy bantering with you in our conversation all the time, I, I'm going to have to say this is going to be like you're talking like it's like it's going to be like a, you just said it, a slam dunk. Donnie is. Don, I think Donnie can hold his own. Like yeah, I hooked, think on, hooked on phonics was big in '91. Remember, I was I was uh, going on four. Go ahead. <laughs> but I'm thinking this is going to be a debate that every one of us is going to be privileged to hear. For first off, but I think Donnie's going to hold his own. How do you have a debate if you can't understand what he's saying? Well, I, and I was going to say maybe I just got a little loyalty to my own show, but that's your deal. We need to make this happen though, because this needs to be put on the table. Needs to be all the dirty laundry needs to be aired out. Yeah, uh, face to face. Uh, so his face will end up face down, and then we can all have a nice show. Well, Johnny, go I, ahead. <laughs> it's just like the whole beef that 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 you had with the atomic drop shirt. Yeah, but that it was all a big, got that was, that was a big rib on you, and that was fine, and that was fun. But listen, we have come out and said, you know what? Hey, that was a big work. Johnny, you have now been initiated into the group, whatever, because we were toying with you. And at points you believed it, which was awesome. But the fact of the matter is, I genuinely have hatred for this man. Because of, because of ignorance and arrogance, dude. I did nothing but provide a good interview for these guys. And I'll say it, I don't care. That was fun. It was a great interview. It was. It was fun. But, again, you also you have to think, maybe he didn't do that shit on purpose. No, he was... He's a schmuck that presses buttons for no reason. He goes pain, and he thinks he works on it. He sweeps the floors and the hangers. I can't even believe they let him around machinery. Have you heard him talk? Like he's going to do some sort of weird conversion on metric nuts or something? Come on. Ten millimeter. No, it's a seven. Come on, man. I think, I think you're selling Donnie way short here. I think he's drinking the grease to grease up the airplanes. <laughs> now, now, I can't promise he's not, but I'm just saying you're selling the man a little short. And Johnny over here. Johnny, I feel like you're defending the guy. 
I, I, got, I, I got no skin in the game. I don't have no beef with him. But your it doesn't matter. You back up the man. Remember when I said this? Shiner, hold on one second, please. Johnny, I'm talking to you right now, son. Let me tell you something. Do you remember a couple episodes ago? I said, hey, everybody, every man, and I'm pretty sure Shiner's is probably big titty. Every man needs a 4 a.m. Hey, I got a body guy. Yeah. Uh, the, the guy you call up to help you get rid of a body at 4 a.m. Johnny, I said that was you, and now you don't have my back. Oh, I still got your back. That no, doesn't you mean you couldn't call me. Nah, that, right that's, nah, that's not what that means. That's I'm not le- what that means. Dude, I'm legit pissed right now. <laughs> I I think you guys you guys need to find time that you can have Titty on as a guest one night, discuss this, see what his two cents are. I, I'm going to vote that we have one big episode, both shows together, and we get all the all the dirty laundry aired out on the table, man. I'm shaking let's, right let's, now. <laughs> Literally, if you can see it, there's bumps. All right, there's bumps. Listen, Johnny, you, you're a busy man, dude. You're a very busy man, and I know that for a fact. The last episode, I called Donnie out. I invited that schmuck on my show. I invited I, him on. I we're, invited that Jay Brown, that Hammenegger he, on my show. <laughs> he loves to work for me and Titty. So if you if you issued that invite to him, I can give you my word. Titty and I will make that happen. Of course he likes working for you. You pay him in gummy bears because that's all he, that's about all he's worth. And keep the red ones. He doesn't deserve the red ones. No, uh-uh. he gets all the yellow ones. Straight yeah, bag of yellow fucking gummy bears. What is uh, Johnny? What's going on, buddy? Is he there? I don't even know. He's froze. I'm, 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 I can see him, but he's froze. Screenshot that. This is this is ridiculous. I don't. I, don't, I like. I, my voice is like starting to get hoarse, and I was just coming on here to have a nice conversation. <laughs> and I understood what you were gonna do. You were gonna have to, you know, in a way, some way, shape, or form, defend the man. You know, I can. I, I respect that as a as a host. You take care of your teammates, unlike I feel like Johnny's doing right now. And I just, I, I don't know, man. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's in a way pissing me off. <laughs> I didn't realize you had actually talked to Donnie. Hey, I'm just—I didn't—I've never spoken to him. I've—I've I've unfortunately had to have these some sort of interactions with the man. Oh, you—you have, you haven't met Donnie? Not really. <laughs> and if I did, I wouldn't admit it anyhow because I don't want to be associated with someone. This whole thing, this whole podcast thing is like a brotherhood, right? Hey, you know what? You help me out, I'll help you out. Whatever. Even if you can't, even if you, even if you don't have time to help me out in the future, I'll be more than happy to be there for you. Help provide you with content. Help you get from here to here to here. Help your show grow from here to here to here. Whatever. That's what this whole thing is. And all what? of a sudden, and all of a, yeah, but he's not a part of the game. He doesn't do anything to help anybody out. So you, you're you're saying he doesn't understand the brotherhood that you're speaking of. How can you if you're not a brother? <laughs> well, that's a good point. That's Thank a good you. point. Thank you. Maybe we need to induct Donnie into the brotherhood. I mean, I can tell. I can tell he's not going to get your vote. No, he's not getting my vote. The guy's a bum. <laughs> we lost Simon. 
<laughs> you know what? He's probably ashamed and embarrassed of the way he's been acting on the show. I was just say the timing was impeccable on that, wasn't it? Like you start jamming him up, and then oh hey hey oh I'm gone. And quite frankly, him and I are going to have a discussion after this is over. <laughs> and you know what? I just made that public. Guess who edits the show? I do. Guess who's not taking that out? Me. <laughs> and you shouldn't. No, I'm not. I'm not because he's defending a man when I'm the guy who brought him to the dance. He is a household name. Shout if you would have seen him at the Great American Outdoor Show in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, he was being he was the most popular man there. You know why? Because a lot of people heard him on a podcast, son. That's why. That's why. Well, you Yes, I heard that he got some attention. Yeah, he absolutely did. Every every corner we turned, there was somebody. Ah, uh, Simo! Simo! Oh, how do you know this guy? Oh, I heard him on the podcast. That's freaking great. Yeah, awesome. And he probably wasn't plugging the show to these people, was he? What's that? He probably wasn't plugging the show as he talked to these people. Like, hey, thanks for listening. And, uh, you know, he oh, probably. He was, he was totally tattooing in the wild. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he is the hype man for tattoos in the wild, man. I mean. Yeah, I, I got to say something I appreciated. I, I listened to your show today. Okay. And uh, I do not miss episodes on your show. I just want you to know that. I. Well, that uh, I try not to listen when Donnie's on, but I respect you guys, so I, so I uh, enter a deep depression. In, in for you, for you guys, I get depressed on purpose. And <laughs> uh, he, I, he wasn't on the latest episode, I don't think. He he was not on today's episode. And I just <laughs> want to say thank you. My uh, heart my heart feels better, and uh, I feel like I was calm and cool and collected most of the day. A lot of days, my days are stressful, and uh, I listen to you guys. And today, you guys help keep me cool because uh, Jay Brown wasn't there, and I appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Everyone's while he well, and I'll, I'll be honest, like it's going to his head a little bit. Like we we put a microphone in front of him one time. Now he's get we get you know he sees the emails. We get emails talking about him. Now his head's starting to get a little too big. Me and Titty may have to knock him down a couple notches. That's what happens, you know, because he thinks he's now I'm getting angry again. Yeah, he here you feels go. like he's gonna be like a household name. And I've said this numerous times before, and I'll say it again. You know, Donnie Smith is gonna become a household name. That's what it is, because you guys show it so popular. But the thing is, like a household name, garbage. It, it smells when it gets old, too. That's all I'm saying. Donnie Smith, you're a bum. Cheers to you, sunshine. <laughs> he, Yeah, he, he, uh, we, we actually kicked around a little, an idea that was a joke about bringing a T-shirt out that was the, uh, just the mullet. And uh, we had a good laugh about it. But now that he's getting some fans, you know, some listeners emailing him, now the head's swelling, so he's kind of starting to say, like, hey, when are we pulling the trigger on this T-shirt? We're like, hey, we were kind of joking about that. Calm down, buddy. But we're, we're going to have an ego problem with that one, I think. He, uh, he, he, something's got to be done. Something's got to be done. Because you you, your guys' show is awesome. It's hilarious. It makes me laugh all the time. And uh, I want you guys to stay on top of that mountain. I'm just telling you from a friend, I'm just saying, don't let the guy pull you down. Oh, you know, we, we if he thinks he's going to keep you guys flying like those airplanes he allegedly works on, which, by the way, are made out of paper. He, uh, <laughs> yeah, eventually, eventually those airplanes fall to the ground. And I don't want that to happen to you guys. Stay hot. Stay humble. Keep rocking. You know, that I don't I don't foresee us letting that happen. But uh, I, I think it should it is noteworthy that there is some kind of I can't remember how it all plays out. There's some kind of weird marriage thing that him and Titty are tied to each other. Oh, don't tell me, K. 
because I wanted to have him on next. Oh. <laughs> don't tell me that. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to cause a divorce. Now, I don't want to. Like down the line somewhere, they they got relatives that are married somehow. You know what they call? Okay. You know what they call like? Oh, hold on. We have an incoming call. You're good now. Yeah, I, I'm I'm back. Uh, Shay, you remember the last thing we said? No. <laughs> Me neither. But basically, uh, uh, this sounds a little jacked up. It's because we all lost connection. Self is all wild. But the one thing I do want to say, and I don't know. If, I was about to say in closing to this segment. I don't know if it's going to happen. <laughs> to be honest with you. Because you know what, I hold grudges. Oh, I know, I know, I can tell. Uh, and I squeeze, <laughs> I squeeze, I hold on to them like they're fresh freaking PBR, China. You can relate. Yes, to I can. Them. Oh yeah, you love, you, you just love the crutch. You love the crutch. Oh, listen, Donnie's like my like empty can that you just like to crush. That's kind of like how I feel about the man. But you said that somehow, some way, shape, or form, Big Titty and Donnie were like intertwined through some sort of marriage or whatever. Do you know any... I did a little research. Do you, do you know anything about Donnie's family? No, we do not. Do you know what they... What, I, I, I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't know how much Titty knows about, but I don't know anything about his family. Well, this is one thing I heard, and I just... It might just because it's Wikipedia. I don't know. It might be wrong. But what I heard was is that when Donnie... If he's a freaky dude. When he's like in an orgy, it's it's also known as a family reunion. That's all I'm saying. I'm done with it. That's it. <laughs> now I'm, I might be wrong, but I kind of remember that Donnie might be from Arkansas. Now that you say that, so but I, I, I don't know how much validity there is to this, but we're gonna find out. All right. Do you all remember how Titty and Donnie are tied together? Do you all remember that? No, we were we were talking. I think it's a marriage way down the line or something. It's because his cousin's ex-girlfriend's best friend, because she's a lesbian's ex-girlfriend's brother, he got the hookup. That's how he got the hookup. That's exactly right. I remember. remember? Uh, yeah, because we we were talking about that in one of the episodes. And Johnny, Johnny, Johnny this you month, just hey. spewed fifty. You just spewed, hold on a second. <laughs> You dispute 15 words out of your face to describe how he's related to somebody, and the fact that it was more than three makes me hate him even more. That's ridiculous. The funny thing is, looky here. You this, need this, to, this bitch that's wrote how that, ridiculous This it is. bitch wrote that shit down because the night that Big Titty said that, I think I peed my pants a little bit when he said that. <laughs> I went back and listened to that damn thing 15 times to get those notes. <laughs> He's not. He's not worth the the ink or the paper that you needed to use. That's why because why because he's the most unprofessional man and unfortunately and I hate saying this because this is this is my genre. I'm one of the godfathers of this. I'm not afraid to say I was in this game before it was called podcasting. It was internet radio, and now I have to share a title with that guy because he's a part of a show. I'm just saying. I, I think the only way to handle this is to get you and Donnie together. Bare knuckles. Well, we can work in that direction, but initially it needs to be an episode we all do together and let you guys discuss this. And then, Listen, and then Big Titty and myself and Johnny Simo, we can kind of mediate the conversation that's going on. Because it's going to get out of here. I don't even know if I want Johnny in it. He's 
Well, that's between you and Johnny, bro. I mean, yeah, like, there will be a conversation. I ain't kidding you. There's going to be a conversation when we're done. And you're over here on my screen. That's why my finger's here. I'm pointing at you. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, welcome to the podcast. I'm just saying, man. I, I think the only way to really resolve this is, and, and we'll either have a discussion or we'll have like a royal rumble, one or the other. Like, Listen, I, I'm a legit trained pro wrestler, okay? And I would say, you know what, call Vince McMahon. Let's make it happen. But I'm thinking Dana White needs to be the oh, choice because I'm so sick and tired of this. Woo, man. Make the make the world a better place. Punch Donnie in the face. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Game, set, match. Checkmate. Simon's choking. Yeah, I'm choking. I just... That's alcohol abuse. I just feel a little bit of beer oh, out of my man, mouth. That's awesome. That was, that was funny. Yeah, it's, it's that's cute. It sounds funny, but it's not funny because it's real. Well, I, I'm, I'm hoping that one day in the future, these two shows can move past this. And everybody can coexist without everybody, at least somebody getting mad. Yeah, no, I can't. I, I'm physical. Listen, I, I pride myself on being a man, and I don't think that I am man enough for that. I, like, get along with the guy, like the handshake. Hey, this is, you want to know how I envision this guy? I even said this, I believe I said this to Johnny. I envision this guy to be tall, to be skinny, camera crash helmet of a hairdo, the freaking beaver paddle, whatever he has on his head. And, uh, what do you get? Like, I, if, as a man, I would shake his hand, all right? But I would be afraid because I feel like it would be an insult. Like, he'd come up and he'd give you, like, the limp fish and not oh, really squeeze your freaking hand. Now, I've, sh- I've shook hands with Donnie a time or two. Now, that's, that's never happened to me. Listen, hand sanitizer is hard to come by. Don't do it until this whole quarantine COVID thing's over. Oh, well, we've all been on lockdown. I haven't. I haven't been around those two. Shannon, you've been on lockdown for quite some time, brother. Yeah, it's, uh, Saturday will be the completion of my fifth week that I haven't left the house except for, I don't know, if you add it all up, maybe 45 minutes, well, maybe an hour away from the house. Yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 I've been on lockdown for a minute. Let me, okay, let's, can we switch gears for just yeah. a sec? Because, like, I'm, I'm about to have an aneurysm. <laughs> all right, so. So, for the people, if somebody who's listened to this has not ever, for some reason, heard your show, first of all, shame on you guys, but describe the pe- describe to the people a little bit about what your show is, because you, you told me the other day on the phone, whenever we were talking back and forth, we were describing, like, what your show was like and, like, what mine's like, and I've always thought of my show the way that you described your show. So, for the people who've never heard it, tell them what the, tell them what the Titty and Shiner Show was like. Basically, uh, when we started the Titty and Shiner Show, we didn't even have, like, a really good plan. We just fired the mics up and just went with it. And, hey, that's what yeah, we Yeah, it, it's kind of evolved <laughs> into what we tell people is the Seinfeld of podcasts. It's a show that is really about nothing but about everything at the same time. So, yeah, that's – we are – I mean, that's that's the only way to describe us, the Seinfeld of podcasts. And you never know what you're going to get if you, you bring up one of our episodes. That's kind of how I always saw it, Mike. Because because Seinfeld was about absolutely yeah. nothing, but it was awesome. Like you guys, it's it's about this, about this, about this. And I've described the podcast numerous times as the Dean Martin Variety Show. You never know what you're gonna get. 
I'm not. I'm, I'll never tell you what's coming. No, no. Because you got to be there to experience it. Unfortunately, as of late, your schmuck of a third <laughs> has been a topic of discussion. And you know, Johnny, can you say some takeover of certain like like I'm. Listen, it's cold outside. I have a door right here that, like, lets a little bit of air in, and I'm sweating. So I need you to talk. I need you to say something because I'm getting angry. Well, it's 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 definitely a privilege for me tonight to have my brother Shiner on the show tonight. Uh, I've been on their it's show. It's an ass on Donnie's show. <laughs> Freaking awesome. Go ahead. So anyway, it, it's a privilege to have Shiner on. I mean, I've been on their show a couple times. And uh, I, I, like I said, I've been friends with Shiner for a long time and Titty. And it's just kind of, you know, their show is one I don't miss. Uh, just like I listened to our show. I love it. It was I was dumbfounded when you asked me to be your co-host and I was privileged. And it's been it's been a wild ride. And, you know, I've got now I've got my podcast that I listen to every week. You, you know, you got. Sarah Ann does hers. You got Podcast Laney. She is a huge supporter of Titty and Shiner and our show. And when you got the boys from the Outcast Drive or uh, shit, uh, Outdoor Drive podcast. Outdoor, outdoor Drive. No, well, I'm looking at Shiner and I'm just thinking Outcast uh, Media. Oh, That's yeah. what I'm thinking there. So now you got the boys from Outdoor Drive. You know, you just, you know, I'm just. I'm just sitting there tickled to death looking at my looking looking at uh, my host and 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 one of my best friends that I've never even met yet. I'm, Todd, that, I met you before I've met Shiner. Yeah, that's a crazy that's a crazy fact right there. Like we've never had a beer together in the same room. Like yep, but known each other for a hot minute. I mean, yes, indeed. Hell, we're going on we're going on nine years too. That's that's the power of the internet, man. Because like like you and I have talked, you know, people don't. If people use it for positive things, like you and I created this friendship, and, and you and I have been friends through some rough times in your life and my life both, and been there yes, for indeed. and been there for each other. And like I said, you and I have never sat in the same room and had a beer together. Like that's just crazy to me to think about. You can develop such strong friendships, and then like it just grows exponentially because through you, then you know you meet Titty, then we meet Todd, and like I mean, it just this brotherhood continues to grow and. I think that's solid, man. That's one of the cool things about the internet. It is cool, dude. That's one of the, that's, that's one of the coolest things about being a part of this. At, at the PodCon I was at, I was, I, there's a bunch of people that I spoke with or whatever that like had questions and everything like that. And the one thing I said about podcasting, I was like, you don't understand it unless you're in it. You don't understand the time it takes away from, the three people I have upstairs right now, Johnny's family, you know, everything that you guys got going on, all the crazy media crap you guys got going on all the freaking time. You guys, everybody has this stuff, right? Everybody has their own personal lives that they deal with this, they deal with this, they deal with this. And at some point, in order to do this, you got to find that gap where it's like, all right, I got to sacrifice something here. I got to sacrifice something here. And then on top of that, you got to, well, I'm gonna say not our shows, not 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 Titty and Shine or ours, but other people probably like take time to like do research and do stuff. That, I feel like uh, that doesn't happen on uh, my show, straight up. You know, but you know, it's like there's so much that goes into this, which forms this brotherhood because nobody understands it unless you're in it. 
Yep. So you have mad respect for the people that are deep into it. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, and that's, that, that says, you know, you, you explain things that way. That says something about the significant others in our lives because these, those are the people that put up with us, you know, sacrificing that time. They're sacrificing it too. You know, they, they're, they're spending time doing something that, hey, these guys are, are sitting behind microphones and acting like fools, you know? So, I mean, <laughs> it, it, you know, it's, it's a lot of people sacrificing to make these kind of things happen. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't, you, you don't get it unless you're in it. And, but one thing I want to kind of, jab about here real quick is um what was your inspiration like what made you think okay you know what i have an interest in getting behind a microphone and doing some sort of quote-unquote talk radio because in, in a way it's basically what oh for is, sure you know? yeah so what was yours then johnny i'm gonna hit you up what what brought you into liking this genre of whatever we want to call this and then i'll share mine i mean for me, it was it was something that I fell into, and then because Titty and I actually used to be on a different podcast, and we left, uh, and that thing kind of disbanded, and we started our own. And at the time, I was still just kind of like, okay, I fell into this as something to do every Wednesday night. But then it, it quickly became like, okay, this is a platform to get things out there. I can say things that mean something to me that I believe in, and somebody's going to listen to that. And if we do, you know, if we do a thousand episodes and one person listens to a message that we put out there, then it was worth it for me. So that that's yeah. it just became a platform for us to get some of our mantras out there and try to make the world a little bit better of a place and try to point out some things that we think are really jacked up that are going on in the country and get other people to think about them, too. So that that's our that's my whole goal in doing this. What about you, Simon? Well, Shana is the only reason that. I even got into podcasting. I even. Oh, really? Yeah. My my show wasn't good enough. No problem. Go ahead. Look. I just. Look, no, look. Listen to me. Before you get all jacked up and butt hurt, listen to me. I didn't even know what Watch a pod, your lips. I, I didn't even know what a podcast was until I got with Shiner, talked to Shiner. They were on the other, and I listened to their other podcast that they were on. That was the first podcast that I ever listened to. Then I got in to listen to theirs. That was fun as hell. And then started getting into some hunting. Then I realized there were hunting podcasts out there. And then you hit me up out of the blue. I, I Totally out of the blue and said, hey, I got a question for you. I remember when you had Living for the Hunt. I followed you from years back. And like I said, you hit me up out of the blue and you said, how would you like to be my co-host? And I said, you hear how I talk, right? And you want me to be your co-host. <laughs> and, wonderful contrast of style. Right? And you were like, you were like, hell yeah. So absolutely. That's you two, the two guys that I'm looking at right now in front of my screen is what got me into podcasting right there. You two fellas right there are the ones that got me into this shit to begin with. And I can't thank both of you enough. I love that, Simon. Thanks, man. That's cool. That's real cool. Yeah, Johnny, that's cool. But listen, you said you didn't even say you listened to mine. But you told me before that you did. No, I yo, I when I when I started listening to theirs and I knew you had a podcast. Yes, I listened to your podcast. I've listened to every one of your podcasts, even before I became a part of it. 
But I did not know what a podcast was until I heard Shiner talking about it. I didn't even know Titty at the time. No, no, that's a true story right there. And I, I, I hate to I hate to throw the name out, but because they were on Three Lunatics, and I listened to their podcast every week when they came out. It was it was Shiner, Titty, and Zach. Yeah, and I, that's, that's when I started listening to podcasts. And yeah, it was funny. The one that they were on was you know maybe a little raunchy. <laughs> that's not something I would be playing in my shop, but and that's when they kind of broke away and did their own thing. And once I got into listening to podcast, then I started expanding a little bit and I found I re, you had your podcast, listened to it, and it's just freaking snowballed from there. My my story with this is like really weird. I I, I, I think it's kind of weird. Maybe it's not. Johnny, you know the story, but so growing up, my daddy worked on the road all the time, and uh, on the weekends I'd be with him. My parents would divorce, and it was like every weekend after school, he would like pick me up on Fridays, and we would just travel somewhere. We would go somewhere like to go see a ball game or whatever, and uh, very very rarely did we listen to music. Uh, he was a, he's a sports nut. I'm a sports nut. So we always listened to like, you know, Dan Patrick or or whoever was on like ESPN Radio at the time. And then I found this guy named Jim Rome. Yes, yeah. Jim Rome was my absolute hero, and for one reason, one reason only, he would he would dog on an athlete. He would call him every name in the book, and next week have him on, and they were like best friends on the yeah. air. I was like this guy's a freaking genius. Yeah. And then, and then to top it off, he had this thing every single year called the Smack Off. It's a tournament. All these guys who talk the gift of gab and they dog on each other. And the the best ones are on this tournament one day and one day only. And there was a winner, and uh, it was the Smack Off champion, the guy who talked the most smack. And I thought it was the most craziest thing in the world. My favorite guy. I wanted to have him on. I want to find him. Is Jeff from Richmond? He was my favorite caller of all time. But it was listening to talk radio growing up, and it was like, hey, you know what? I, I, I feel like maybe I could do something like this. But then there's a problem. I stutter. So how am I going to do live radio? I can't do that. I can't, you know, right now, I'm so fired up, I'm not stuttering, which is out of control. And I'm, drink, and I'm drinking. So alcohol and anger cures stuttering, folks. If you've got a problem, drink like crazy and get mad at somebody. So I can't. So because of this fear or whatever of doing live radio, then I discovered this show called In Your Head Online, which is a wrestling podcast, a wrestling internet radio show. And once again, I got this thing like, hey, I think I can do this. And then all of a sudden, in uh, January of 2010, I launched my first show, and it's been uh, it's been nonstop ever since. Nice. Freaking awesome. But it... it but it was sports talk radio growing up. Jim Rome to this day is a hero of mine, and just because he the tricks that he would play on people and get them on, and uh, it's live radio. The love for pro wrestling and promos. That's why I get so angry and spew this crap out of my face. And uh, you know, it's just little. It's this brotherhood that you bond with. You know, Johnny and I are good buddies. With the people at Reload Rub and Seasoning, we're good buddies who, who have that Reload Life podcast or that Reload podcast now, rather, uh, the Atomic Drop Show. You guys, it's 
you don't understand it unless you're in it, but if you're in it, you can understand what everybody's saying, and it's like your own little code, you know what yeah, I mean? It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's almost like if a show was just talking about mafia guys, and only they knew what they were right. talking about. And gee, have you ever heard something like that? Hey, listen to Titty and Shiner and Drop Today. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, that's, well, that's, I don't know, man, it is a very weird deal because now we're, we're in the position where there's two podcasts that have come out now from a podcast, Laney does one and Beans does uh, is the other one. And those two started out as listeners of our shows and kind of got, okay, I'm going to get inspired by these guys and I'm going to do my own thing, you know, and like, well, we're like really influencing people like that. Like, what are you talking about, man? I mean, such a powerful platform, dude. I mean, it's crazy it's, to me. It's it's pretty damn cool. Hey, Beans does beer. What'd you think of that one? Oh, I loved it. I loved. Oh, was that some cool shit or yeah. what? And and Todd Beans is one of our listeners too. He's across the I, pond over in the U. Yeah, I know you know. In the UK. But he had, I know. He had freaking Budweiser, dude. It was freaking <laughs> awesome. I didn't uh, know they sold Budweiser over there. You never know what the guy's gonna throw out there, man. That's what I love, and, and it, he's just got this whole his whole niche in the in this podcast game that's a little bit different, and he keeps me entertained. So yeah, he's he's really gelled into a great show, and we've always talked about you know podcast. Laney has her deal. That's the most raw podcast you can listen to, man. She is so transparent and puts such crazy stuff out there. I'm just like. Every time I get done, every time I get done listen to an episode, I either like need to sit and like clear my head or get a drink of whiskey, one or the other. Like, I mean, I, I, she's so real, dude. She 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 definitely puts everything on her sleeve. I'm gonna tell you what. Hats off to Pat, Podcast Laney. Yeah, uh, she yeah. There's not many people that would do it, and it's cool that she's taking the the time and effort to do so. Yep. You know, Johnny, you brought up about beans being across the pond, and I don't want to forget this because I was really stoked. Shonda, you actually yeah. know this. I uh, I got a hold of you the other day just to let you know because you were going to be on and stuff. And uh, Johnny, we got some big news. Was it is that seventeen, right? Sixteen, Johnny. Oh, sixteen. All right. Yeah, get quit thinking about Donnie and all the <laughs> seventeen punches I'm going to give him in the ribs. This is what I'm saying. 16th country this week, Johnny Simo. Yep. 1-6. Ireland, thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Thank you very much. I'm going to give you That's one. Impressive. I'm going to give you That's one. impressive, guys. Real impressive. Yes. Awesome. No idea how. But for some reason, people, some people, for some reason, people like your southern accent and my anger. <laughs> I don't get it, but damn it, it works. <laughs> all that matters. That's all that matters. So really, like, I, I, one of the hardest things that I think, one of the hardest things that I have to come up with in post-production, because I do do the post-production on the show, I don't have a, I don't have a Donnie, thank God. Um, but uh, I, I do do the post-production, because you know what, I, honestly, I don't think I would trust anybody else to do post-production of my show, just the way that I am. Not that I don't trust people or whatever, I just feel like, I, enjoy, I, I, I enjoy the... Like, there's, like, a little bit of an art to it, because, like, you got to put a puzzle together, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. And so, like, my uncreate, I'm so not creative at all, but I feel like I like this form of art in a way. Uh, but um, I don't know where I was going, so, hey, how are you guys? Hey, I'm doing well. <laughs> got mad cow going on, like, Big Titty. And Big Titty got the mad cow. Yeah, he got that bad. Oh, I love it. 
I was going somewhere. This this sucks. Oh, I remember now. Now that I now that I put myself down. So one of the hardest things that I find to do as a podcast host who does their own post production is to always come up with like a title for your show. You know, I think you guys, I think Titty Shadow Show is really good at that because it's short and sweet. You know, it's bang, 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 and then boom, there's like all this other stuff, right? I have. I've been thinking about this as we've been doing it, trying to multitask, because I know my Thursday nights are always extremely long because of post-production. And everything that we've spoken about today, what on earth... Sean Aaron, I'm going to leave this up to you, young man. Okay. What on earth could we put the title to this Oh, episode? my God, dude. See, and that's, you, you, you kind of gave us that compliment there, and I don't even... I have nothing to do with that process. That's all big titty. Um, man. Well, you just got a raise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know about what that position. I, dude, I don't know because this has been. I mean, we pretty much discussed Don, death to Donnie. That's probably what I would title this episode: death to Donnie. I, how? Can I ask you? A Go question? ahead. Serious question: How old is Donnie? That is something that Tiddy and I have discussed. We don't know for sure. All right. Well, we know that we know that he's uh, in. His late twenties to early thirties, somewhere there. Awesome, awesome. So it's a race. Yeah, he is. A, he is around my age then, probably. I promise to the heavens above, I am going to live long enough to piss on that man's grave. <laughs> Death to Donnie. See, I think it just fits. Like you know, it just comes full circle. Simo, how are you, bud? I'm good, brother. I'm doing good. When you're talking about title, every time you talk about titles to the show, it's it just there's one title to to every to to all the shows that I've been a part of that there's only will one. always be is. will always be the best title that I've ever heard in my <laughs> what, life. What was the title? P, Tell him, Johnny. I already P drips and buttholes. <laughs> P drips and buttholes. <laughs> Shiner, if you have not listened to P Drippin' Buttholes, that that episode, Johnny, I don't know if you remember, but in like, what, like two and a half days or whatever, there was already over 3,000 downloads on that. That day. was. And I think it was partially, I think it was partially because of, you know, and that might, you know, and you know what, that might, those numbers might not be good for a lot of people, but you know what, in just a few hours, 3,000 downloads just like Man. that, I think partially it was because of that. The title. Uh, the title. title. The I, title did I, it, dude. I remember it. I, I I vividly remember opening my laptop and seeing that pop up. I was like, what? <laughs> I, you know why it was so popular? Because it was full of lies. And it was because of the one upstairs right now. That's absolutely ridiculous. There is no thing. There is. Okay. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Look, Shadow. Yeah, I'm nobody to judge, bro. I'm no to judge. And, and just like there, my buddy. There's said, no judging. It ain't true. <laughs> No, it's just like my buddy Chris said. It's because of the Tawny Ray two finger twister, baby. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't know what she would gain by just getting on the microphone and lying. I mean, I don't know what she would gain. You don't know this woman. <laughs> was... And she knows. I. She knows. She knows. I'm not going to do nothing. She's a black belt. <laughs> <laughs> it was well, so innocent and so out of nowhere. I thought I was going to die. Yeah, I'll never forget it when I heard it. And it was actually a discussion we had on our show about it because, oh, man, that was well played. Well played. Oh, my Lord. She's, she, 
No, she, she's been back for one time and one time only, and she'll never return. <laughs> I just want you all to know. Enjoy your laughter now, because that's ridiculous. That was awesome. But, folks, we are uh, we're kind of rolling into time here, gentlemen. All right, then. Already. I think we are going to... Uh, Already, I know. It's what been a, uh, what a good time. It, it, it's flown by. It's now after 11 o'clock. But, ladies and gentlemen, if you would like to contact the show, fan questions, whatever comments about this mayhem and madness that's been going on here tonight, feel free to email the show on the podcast at gmail.com. Johnny Simo, where can they find you, my friend? Johnny Simo, tattooed in the wild on Instagram. Best place to find me. Shiner, hit him up, son. We're gonna you guys him. get on Instagram and go to the to Titty and Shiner. It's T I D D Y underscore the word and underscore Shiner, and you'll find all our shenanigans there. I gotta say something real quick here before we sign off, gentlemen. Johnny, you will remember this. Three yeah. weeks ago, we had a three weeks ago we had a guest on, neighbor Jamil. Yes. Shiner, I don't know if you heard this episode, but we were talking about your show. Oh, okay. And my neighbor, my neighbor Jamil is an Arab, Arab Canadian Mexican. I didn't know they made them, <laughs> but apparently they do. <laughs> so, and he's not, he, he's not. It is funny already. He's not into podcasts. He's not into it. But he, we had a, we may have had a drink or two or twelve, and uh, he, and I was getting ready to be like, hey, I got to go record and. I got to go now. And he's like, okay, I'll follow you. I was like, okay, no problem. So we, so me and Johnny had him on and we were talking about your show and he stopped us after like what, like the fifth or sixth time we mentioned Teddy and Shiner. He said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I got to ask you something. Are you, are you saying Titty in China? And I'm like, no, no, we're not saying Titty in China. It's Titty in China. The, the Titty in China episode. We may use that. <laughs> we may. Yeah, yeah should we should. That. That's awesome. He, he will definitely expect royalties. <laughs> That's the way that he is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Todd Orndorf. Out. Simo! <laughs> you know what, Shiner? I love the way you end your stuff. Go ahead and hit him. You with guys, it. go ahead. Get out there. Kick the day in the ass and leave your mark on the world. Shiner, out. We're talking about a man. That's me. He's esteemed. Uh-huh. He's known worldwide. You heard him. He has listeners everywhere. Woo! Damn near every corner of the globe. That's far. Mr. Tuttle. Let's go. Dying a podcast veteran. Been in the game for 10 years. I got the co-host. That knows most. And that's Johnny. And I'm 